Stan the Joke Man. Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man show. We're not wasting any time. I've got a question for you. What does a male in the military, a male in school, a male under the age of 14, a male going on a long hike or better still an overnight pack trip, a male who is homeless, and a male who has been radicalized and fully intends to blow himself up? What do they all have in common? If you said backpacks, you would be absolutely correct. Those are all justifiable reasons to wear a backpack if you're a boy under the age of 14. You're a student or in the military. If you're any age going on a long hike or an overnight pack trip. If you're homeless, you might have a backpack. And if you're an extremist, you got to carry them bombs somewhere. You're definitely going to be wearing a backpack. But if you are a 30-year-old man and you are walking around with your little backpack on, I, I just want to ask, being that you are obviously metrosexual, that's what they're called, metrosexuals. Sorry, Punky Brewster, but you wear the backpack, you get the title, you're a metrosexual. So look. I don't wear one myself, nor have I ever. Okay, back in the 80s for about a week, I wore a fanny pack, and then I realized how fucking stupid they were for men, but they were super sweet for gals. I never wore the fucker again. Okay? If I got to take a bag somewhere, I take a fucking bag. Like men do. We don't take purses. But I want to be fair. Hold on. Let me slow down. I've followed trends, and I know trends come and go and everything, but so I want to be completely fair. So let me just ask metrosexual men out there, I just got to know one thing. Please tell me. The backpack. Would you recommend it? It's a good place to store Aquanet and maxi pads. <laughs> Some of these dildos are going to stay lonely for a long damn time if they don't start manning up a little bit. What is up with all these guys? This, I understand every male's got some feminine side. Hey, look, I won't hide it from you. I exfoliate my fucking face like a big old pussy. You're damn right I do. I use a loofah. I exfoliate my... My wife taught me these things when she shaved my ass down, hosed me off, and taught me to walk upright. I, and look, my wife, God bless her, she's really taught me how to take better care of myself in that regard because I've always walked around with dry skin and shit. 
I didn't know anything about grooming and manscaping and all that shit. Tell my wife, well, that's not true. I took care of myself, but thank God for the Indian blood. I'm not a real hairy person anyway. I don't know if that's the Indian blood or the Irish blood. I think it's the Indian blood. It doesn't fucking matter. The point is, I don't give myself a landing strip like some fucking pussy. Get over yourself, sexy. Okay, get over yourself. I saw a guy, a fucking, I can't remember if it was Dripping Springs or Oatmulgee Lake. He was out there. I saw this guy at a fucking rodeo the year before trying to convince everybody what a badass he was. Then he was out there at either Dripping Springs or Oatmulgee Lake running around there with a brand new, fresh, just put on fucking tramp stamp. I'm not kidding. You can't make this shit up. He had a fucking tramp stamp right over the crack of his ass. Hey, dude, what are you doing? Please tell me you got drunk and passed out and your fucking friends did that to you. There was a girl I, I used to date back in Richmond, Virginia, long time ago. Gina was the first woman I ever saw who had a tramp stamp. She had a little green dragon on the small of her back, and the tail of the dragon went right down the crack of her butt. It was really, well, I guess if her ass hadn't been so gorgeous, it might not have looked as good. But <laughs> the point is, it looked great on Gina. The guy at Dripping Springs, it didn't look that good. It looked like gay. If you're a gay member of the tramp stamp, that's okay. Hey, you are owned, brother. You are owned. And if your husband wants to mark your ass, you take it like a man. Shut up. He's marking you. He'll probably piss on you too later. Ain't none of my business, but... <laughs> Literally, but... Um... <laughs> I have to ask, you know, for all the guys out there, they got these cute little tramp stamps right over their butts like the girls do. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you, like my girlfriend, Gina, did you also get the butterfly near your vagina? <laughs> oh, what the hell? You retards are going to pay for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying to embarrass. Yeah, I'm trying to fucking embarrass a few people. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, we was out at the Renaissance Fair and I, I saw these men everywhere wearing backpacks, not like dads, you know, a diaper bag or something, or even a backpack for the baby. Hey, I'm, I'm all right with that. I'm talking about 30 year olds alone. Well, they, they might not be alone. No, tell them what the fuck's in the backpack. Look, I realize electricians are going to wear backpacks and, you know, work-related stuff, tool belts. A lot of stuff is better. I have to admit, it's better to keep needle-nose pliers and shit like that. In fanny packs for electricians and everything, I'm, I understand. So, don't get me wrong. I'm talking about regular run-of-the-mill white-collar men <laughs> who don't even own a dirty wheelbarrow, okay? You go out in this fucker's garage, his wheelbarrow's clean. Personally, I think that's the definition of any guy. 
go out and look at the wheelbarrow. If it's not brand new, it better have some fucking scratches on it, some fucking old concrete that's dried on the side, and dirt. Dirt. D E D I R T. I was an English major. Half fucking retarded. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I was dogging the dog, but we're going to get off that now. We're going to quit beating up on guys and talk about some other shit. This is coming from the guy who cries when he watches Titanic. Hey, maybe they're all wearing the backpacks because they're afraid they're going to get abducted and they just want to make sure they have their vagicil and their, and their goddamn lip balm with them. Yeah, that's it. They just want to make sure they have a... What is the fascination all of a sudden with aliens? Where did that come from? Where the hell have y'all been? All of a sudden, everybody's going batshit alien crazy. And all of a sudden, the government's going, gee, maybe we should deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining the party, fuckers. Where you been? We all knew they were here. Guys, wake up to reality. I mean, if you think we're the only person in the universe, that only proves your conceit. We are not the only folks in this universe, folks. I can guarantee damn that. I can guarantee that. That's it. I'm high. Yes, it's high noon, bitches. Get used to it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what was I babbling about? Oh, yeah, fucking aliens. <laughs> I mean, not literally, but... I have watched those Bob Lazar. Is it Lazarus or Lazar? I can't remember. Anyway, oh, Bob... He worked out at Area 51, worked out there for a long time, and he gave up all the details, and he got away from them. And, but while he was there, he managed to figure out their technology. Seriously, he's like the Jeff Goldblum from Independence Day. We better fucking listen to him. Not Jeff Goldblum. Bob Lazarus or Lazar, whatever the fuck his name is, the blonde-haired guy with glasses. United States government has been working for years to try to discredit this guy because he figured out their fucking technology. Yeah, U.S. government's still trying to figure it out too. And they don't want Bob Lazarus or whatever the fuck his name is giving up all the secrets. So they're trying to kill his credibility and probably him too. But he figured out their technology, and man, is it fascinating. Now, this is not verbatim, and I'm probably wrong about a lot of stuff, but let me tell you, just in layman's terms, what he said about their technology, like how the ships fly, how they fly around. They don't use jet propulsion at all. They fly by way of gravity. They create their own gravity. No shit. You know what that allows them to do? It allows them to rearrange matter. Now, <clears throat> let me keep it simple. Here's what I'm talking about. Here's the way Bob said you need to do it. Take a bowling ball and put it on the corner of your bed mattress. Okay? Take a bowling ball. Now stand in the middle of your bed. What happens to the ball? The ball rolls, doesn't it? You've created gravitational pull and as a result the ball moves without any help no jets no fuel 
no wind, no coal, no extension cord. You've rearranged the law of physics. You've rearranged the situation by creating gravity. You see that? And you cause that bowling ball to move by creating gravity. Bob Lazarus said each one of those little crafts had a little orb, a little ball on the inside of it that made its own gravity. Yeah, they got that orb. And according to Bob, Lazar or Lazarus, whatever his name is, really smart fella. He said you couldn't touch it. You couldn't touch it, not because it was hot or dangerous, but your hand would deflect off of it because it was a little bitty ball about the size of a softball or a large grapefruit, bigger, yeah, about, about a grapefruit size. And he said that little orb created its own gravity and what that did, it doesn't even recognize our climate. It doesn't even recognize, they created their own gravity. So like the bowling ball, their spaceship rolls and slips through the air yeah the air doesn't move no shit the spaceship slips through it uh-huh is that get high and think about that for a while no shit that means our bullets our bombs everything nothing would touch it because it's in another sphere completely i'm not a physics i know nothing about it except what i've heard according to et bob we don't have that technology on this planet and when when the government ordered two of the guys working out there at area 51 to take a plasma cutter and try to cut to that orb it was the equivalent of a small tactical nuke and they had to put out a bullshit story saying it was an unannounced bomb test it was a lie a couple of scientists got killed and, you know, the government had to sweep that shit under the rug. Hey, government, we can handle it. But there is truth to the fact that you could fire every damn nuclear warhead you had at one of them spaceships and it would come right at you. There'd be no stopping it because it would slip right through the matter. Oh, man, this is trippy shit, isn't it? Man, it pays to smoke weed. I'm telling you, get that fucking medical card, especially if you have hypertension and depression or, you know, you have a seizure disorder and shit issues for me. And I'm only speaking for me. It's better than pills. It's better than booze. I just won't do it. Besides, let's look at a couple of scenarios here. Speaking of weed, let's, let's take weed, a weed, a guy on weed, Let's take a dude who smoked weed with an alien versus a guy who's been binge drinking Jack Daniels for four hours and put him with an alien. I promise you, you're going to have two completely different fucking scenarios. Oh, man, look, he's eating it. <laughs> Yummy. That's that old kale that we had in the refrigerator. Um, I'm glad it got eight. There's probably some more shit in there if you want it, man. That's right. Stoners are always happy to give you food out of their fridge if it's gone rotten and they can't eat it anymore. They're happy to give it to you. Or if they're hungry enough, they'll eat it. But hey, you know what? I'll take that guy meeting an alien over this guy any day. <laughs> 
want to shoot this or not? <laughs> oh, man, here, do another shot, you little bitch. All right. Hey, is that piece of shit you drive bulletproof? Guys, I'm going to change it up and get a little serious on you here for a second, okay? Because I love doing this show, and I make fun of a lot of people, including myself, you know, but I don't want to hurt nobody. My listeners, I respect them enough that I feel like I have to deliver truth when it's there. And you can fucking count on it with me. This message is going to our new listeners in Moscow who are consistently listening. They have bypassed the Vladimir Poontang firewall that he set up in Russia. They're navigating around all that shit, and they're actually listening to this show on a consistent basis. So I have a responsibility to try to deliver messages to Moscow. Am I going to change things? No, probably not. But then again, you don't know. But when I hear audio like what I heard yesterday, I have a responsibility to bring it to the citizens of Moscow. Now, whoever it is in downtown Moscow who is listening to this show, if you're a sensible, rational person and you don't believe all the bullshit that your fucking state media has been feeding you, let me let, me let you in on a little reality. One. Vladimir Putin in the Russian people's names is killing everybody, slaughtering people, and he's doing it all for a fucking land bridge to the Black Sea. That's the only reason why he's doing it, folks. He's trying to steal innocent folks' land. He's already bombed and destroyed their homes. He's already massacred, massacred entire families walking down the fucking street on the way to church and Russian soldiers machine gun them down as they walk to church. Your president, you know, the one Donald Trump's afraid of and Rand Paul defends. That small little shit, Vladimir Putin, the one you put so much stock in, Vladimir Putin and the battalion commanders are executing, murdering, wounded Russian soldiers. Did you hear that, Moscow? Are you paying attention? Field commanders, battalion commanders on the ground in and around Ukraine are murdering murdering wounded Russian soldiers, not even giving them a chance to go home and recover. They don't want to deal with them. They don't want to spare any bandages or have to think about using men, depleting manpower to carry wounded troops. So the commanders are just pulling out guns and killing them. Hey, hey, listen, listen. Don't take my word for it. This is audio from captured Russian prisoners speaking in Russian, and I will interpret it after the audio. But Moscow, you need to hear this. You need to know what your president is doing to your hero sons. <laughs> Well, 
Так не один еще самое важное. То, что их там было. Да, подполковник ходил, то, что. Да. Просто убил. То есть можно было людей спасти, вывести как-то, оказать помощь. Он просто взял их New audio of captured Russian soldiers in Ukraine, POWs, that are being treated very well, by the way. They're even allowed to call home to their families to tell them that they're alive. Let's pray they don't get wounded over there under the Russian command, because if they do, according to them, you're dead. The men were saying they finished off their wounded. The interviewer asked, right, what do you mean by finishing off? Just like that, he says, a wounded soldier lying on the ground and a battalion's commander shoots him dead with a gun. It was a young man. He was wounded. He was on the ground. He was asked if he could walk, so he was shot dead. The most important thing, this wasn't a single case. The lieutenant colonel was walking around. He shot four or five like this. They were all young men. They could have been rescued, given help, taken out of there. He simply shot him dead. There's your translation, folks, here in America. But I want to say to the folks in Moscow who are listening to the Stan the Joke Man show, if that is not enough, if that right there is not enough to get you to rally about 5,000 guys together, barnstorm the Kremlin, and burn the fucking place to the ground, and string old Vladimir Poontang's ass up from the nearest fucking tree, then there ain't no helping you. It's as simple as that. Get you a fucking liter of vodka and get shit-faced because Russia is going to be destroyed. You understand me? If you don't do something to save your country, I promise you this, Vladimir Putin is actively working to flat-out destroy your country. You better do something, folks, or it's over. It is not the West you need to be afraid of. We don't have an axe to grind against the Russian people. Are you fucking crazy? You can't be that much different from Americans. You're just stuck in the fucking matrix. Well, bitches, I'm Morpheus. And I'm going to bring your ass out. I'm going to FedEx your ass a fucking phone and you're going to stand on the exterior of a skyscraper tomorrow. So get mentally prepared for that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man show. We are a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting the boy. <laughs> Broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios here in Henrietta, America, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Amazon and Spotify. Please get behind my show, share it, like it, do something with it instead of just wipe your dick off with it. I'll be back here on Friday, and we're going to talk about Brad Pitiful Housing Edition, the Pitiful Housing Edition. Oh, yeah, down in New Orleans, man, it's a shithole, and it's Brad Pitt's fault. We'll talk about that on Friday. Until then, my friends, adios, amigos. Bye, Akindios. Mama told.